Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 59 of Reboot Already Underway. I am one of your hosts, Jacob Lacey, joined again today, as always, by Aaron Hahn. Don't think it, don't say it. And David Becker. Uh, hi, hi, how are you? I feel like he's doing it on purpose now. <laughs> he's just taking longer and longer every time. To... Anyway, guys, <laughs> how's it going? It's the Fourth of July weekend. You guys, you guys have have some good times. Sure. Yes, I've, yes, I'm burnt. He's burnt and tired. He was burnt, but I'm not out toasted. One could say. No, well, that, there's other connotations for that word, and uh, um, oh, you're the one thinking about him. That's true. I am, uh, guys. If you hear fireworks today, it's because around my house right now, everyone's a lunatic, and. Last night they started at like ten in the like ten in the evening, went to three in the morning, and I don't know who has that many fireworks and is like, let's just blow them off all night. Lacey, Lacey, it sounds to me like you hate freedom. I well, do, 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 do you hate freedom? I mean, it, let's go America over everybody's asses. Yes, I mean we've said that on the show before. I don't think we're censoring that word, but guys. Uh, so, it is July. It's July 4th weekend. You know what that means? We're halfway through 2017. <laughs> Guys, are we, we, are we applauding? Because I'm not, I'm got, I'm not going to applaud this year. Well, no, but we've made it, you know? We're applauding hey. us for, like... <laughs> no, know what you can applaud? Freedom. Um, we have a new viewer. His name is Alex Teamy. He listened to a couple of our podcasts, thought we were hilarious, so shout out to him. Oh. Thank you, Alex. Right. Hello. Shout out to you, indeed. Uh, I now I'm a nerd. So. Shout out to you indeed, so, good, sir. Um, if you if you want a shout out, email us. Yeah, Reboot, email us. Reboot, Reboot already underway. Already underway at gmail. DM us on our Twitter. Yeah. Do things. Let us. Let me shout you out. I am the shadow. I am the hype man, David Becker. Dude, be the hype. Shout man. me out. Hype me. Anyway, <laughs> so we're halfway through 2017, and uh, last year you may recall we did a halfway point um, episode where we talked about all the movies we had seen up to that point, and we did it again at the end of the year, and the end of the year was just a complete mess because we'd seen upwards of 120 films between the, the three of us. Uh, there's going to be a lot less this time. Is that a rifle? You don't know what a rifle looks like? Swords were your thing, and guns were mine. But I guess we were both doing guns now. I just didn't know that. There once was a girl. No one dare speak her name. Children these days are really spoiled. Like, Mummy, I want a PlayStation. Mummy, I want you to kill that man. Now you're in the sunken place. We're going to go through We're going to go through that more quickly. Yeah, much more quickly. Because, see, the thing is, the halfway point last year, we had started before a lot of these movies had come out. And, or we started after a lot of these movies had come out. And uh, we didn't talk about them before. We've talked about a lot of these movies already on the podcast. But we're just going to kind of do a, a, an overview of 2017 for film. Um, so far. So, uh, earliest one, and this is uh, chronologically based on when they were released in festivals because Letterboxd doesn't do the actual release dates in the United States. Yeah, if it's not in the U.S., it doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's what we've learned. That's what 4th of July stands for. It, that's what the 4th of July is all about. It is. So all of our foreign listeners, he's correct. <laughs> America or bust. <laughs> um, okay, so earliest one. Uh, we have Black Coat's Daughter, uh, Aaron and I. I mean, I've talked about this movie a lot. 
Aaron, do you have any earlier ones? Oh, I, am I supposed to be keeping track of this somewhere? Well, else? you've seen different ones than I have. No, you're supposed I, to have the oh mega list. God. Oh, God. Oh, it's falling apart. Okay. Black Oats Daughter. <laughs> no, I mean, this is my earliest. Yeah, okay. Black Oats Daughter. Uh, this is my earliest. We've talked about this one a lot. Really, really great. Uh, see it if you like slow plotting horror. Yeah, I mean, this still ranks pretty highly for me yeah. in terms of uh, for my films for the year. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how high it's gonna end up, but it could go all the way because I really enjoyed this film. It could. It could. It's a great throwback um, if you enjoy that sort of '70s type uh, horror film. This is definitely a callback to a lot of uh, the tropes and the uh, sort of scares that are in those. So. There's that. Next on my list, a movie that I'm going to talk about here instead of in the What Have You Been Watching, because uh, I watched it this week. It's called The Lure. This is a movie I was looking forward to. It's a horror romance uh, musical, so it's a weird mix it, of three It already things. sounds awful. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's amazing. <laughs> like... One of the strangest films I've seen in a very long time, uh, as far as, like, recent stuff. Because Mulholland Drive, I don't think I'm ever going to get over what that movie did to me. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not quite to that level. Like, this has a way more clear through line. It's basically The Little Mermaid if it was a horror movie. <laughs> and the horror elements aren't, super big in the movie i think that classifying it as that is sort of i don't know like aaron and i have talked about it, like that's the only way you can sell movies nowadays is to be like it's a horror movie a low budget horror movie and it's like okay that's kind of just a small part of the overall story but it's also a polish film <laughs> so Oh my god, it's amazing. It takes place in the 80s and all of the music is just so good polish it's so polish and it's so 80s and it's the perfect combination <laughs> that like there were moments where i just started laughing just a genuine laugh because i'm like this is one of the greatest things i've seen <laughs> like how does this exist how did this get made why do i love it so much <laughs> so um that's uh, a high high recommend for me if you're into this sort of thing Definitely not for everyone. There I don't is, know um, how many people are into horror, lot. romance, musicals. Yeah. I mean, I am. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be checking this Aaron, out. yeah. Now, a couple things that I think are a little off-putting about it. I mean, the nudity at first is really, like, way too much. I'm like, okay, this is uncomfortable. But I think they get better about it. I think it's supposed to be, like, kind of, like, uncomfortable and shocking at the beginning. It gets better. Um, and there are just a lot of images from this that are, like, haunting. <laughs> like, some of the most just messed up things I have seen in a horror movie probably ever. It, it's, it's haunting. <laughs> That's all I'll say about it. Um, couple, and the cinematography is fantastic. One of the most uh, colorful and uh, well-shot movies this year, so... If you're looking for something like that, it's in the Criterion Collection, actually, already. Yep. Already? Yeah, already. 
They work fast. Uh, it's technically a 2015 movie, so I mean they've had time. Oh yeah, but uh, that makes sense. Released in the U.S. in 2017. So if you're looking for something like that, a high recommend from me. Um, yeah, reminded me a lot of The Love Witch as I was watching it, where I'm like, how did this get made? How is this a real I was movie? Gonna say it sound the way you were describing it sounds exactly. Almost like word for word, your reaction to the Love Witch. Better than the Love Witch, though. The Love Witch is overly long. This movie is so brisk; like everything moves so well, and the music, like the singing, and just all of the like all of the musical numbers are shot like a music video. So it's uh, it's really cool. I liked it a lot. So that's which if you want to learn about music videos, you can tune into one of our earlier episodes oh, yeah, where we talked about our favorite music videos. <laughs> oh man, bang you, bang! You're just you know, you are the plug man. Plugs. plugs. <laughs> um, so moving on after that, I got two plugs. <laughs> one for my podcast and one for my Twitter. <laughs> I hate myself. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so next we have Raw, a movie that again I I have talked about extensively. Uh, it was my number one for a while. It might still be my number one. I have to think long and hard about another movie that's on this list. Um, but this movie, again, it's uh, it's a horror film that will stick with you. Um, I mean, I've talked about it enough. That's all I really need to say. And no one else here has seen it. So, Aaron, you're I'll slacking, buddy. <laughs> I'll, I'll get to it. Um, then we have... I got, I got, a, I got to ease you in in this competition. I got to give oh you a false God. sense of security. It's there. Got to act like you're you're watching more films this year than I am, and then end of the year comes around. Yeah. Just you know, get <laughs> no. them all out. <laughs> I've got another uh, 2017 movie on my computer right now that I need to watch, but we'll talk about that later. Um, Prevenge. After that, again, I'm the only one who's seen this, uh, but. I like Prevenge. Uh, it's it's a fun comedy, comedy. Uh, what am I looking for? Dark, dark, comedy. dark comedy. Dark comedy. Yeah. Um, then David, you can help me out with this one. Free Fire. Free Fire. So much fun. Great movie. So much fun. Um, still going. It's a very specific kind of mu- movie. Yeah. And I went into it. I had no idea what this movie was going to be, and I was like. For the first 15 minutes, I was like, what is this movie? But once I understood the humor and what they were going for, I was like, this is phenomenal. And I mean, this once it really hits the good. fan is when it really gets... Like, once it becomes, like, the insane movie it's supposed to be, yeah, it's this movie's great. Um, not the most fun I've had at the movies this year, but definitely we had the a bad best experience. story. I was, I was just going to say, because of <laughs> yeah. your... Uh... Unique uh, theatrical experience. <laughs> God, it's horrible. They stole a bucket, guys. They stole a bucket. Um, yeah, so Free Fire. Uh, highly recommended. One we've all seen, Split. Um, I don't like Split. I think I've fallen down on I don't really like any of it. So. I like not, it. Not even McAvoy. Nope, that you're right. Not, not I like McAvoy. McAvoy. I like McAvoy's performance, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, again, when we've discussed this pretty much in length, but the 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 turn at like the end of the film when they're just trying to fetishize trauma just turned me off. It, it reminds me a lot of Lights Out, where it's like 
I liked elements of it, but then the ending is so bad that it kind of ruined the entire film for me. David, I'm still looking forward to uh, Glass, though. Glass. Yeah. I'll see that in theaters because I like Unbreakable. That, yes, that's what I'm excited for because now we, we get a perfect trilogy. Not not a perfect trilogy, <laughs> but David, what do you, how are you? How are your thoughts on Split? You still you still pretty high on it? Well, I was never really high on it. Oh, you were. I just liked I, it. It's the talk of you yeah. saying perfect trilogy that always makes me think you love this movie. <laughs> so I don't know. No, like it was it was okay. Like it's not because uh, what happened is I saw this movie and like crap. I should go watch Unbreakable, and then I watch Unbreakable. It's like, oh, I get it. Cool. But the whole... I like the acting of... McAvoy. How do you pronounce it? Yeah, James McAvoy. McAvoy, yeah. He was really good at acting, but as Aaron said at the end, when they kind of were just like... Blowing out... You say fantasizing or romanticizing? I said uh, fetishizing, but uh, yeah, romanticizing. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say romanticizing. I was just like, well, this isn't a good like look for anyone, so uh, why do we have to do this? It was, well, well, it was all right. I just want, I, but I got hyped because now there's gonna be Glass or Unbreakable Three. So oh, yeah, I'm with you there. I'm I'm hyped. So for so Glass, there so. so therefore, I I, I count it as a win. David, we've both seen a cure for wellness. Mm-hmm. Saw that together. Yeah. Beautifully shot. Oh, gorgeous movie. Absolutely gorgeous. Um, horrible plot. <laughs> Just really bad. <laughs> um, but I agree. Beautifully shot. Um, Just a gorgeous movie. Gore Verbinski's I wish. I, I wish it would have been more. Wish it would have given more. Yeah. It's in every other category yeah. besides the shooting. Especially <laughs> the horribly animated deer. We didn't need that. It's horrible. And someone on, that I follow on Twitter recently was talking about, I watched a recent movie, why do we keep doing the deer thing, like trying to animate deer? It never works. I'm like, I know what you watched. <laughs> like, It's horrible. <laughs> it's just honestly one of the worst things. Um, that I've seen in movies in a long time. It's really bad. I, I think we should start using real deer. Yep, I say we just, uh, you know, we uh, sacrifice the deer. I think a lot are going to die, but, you know, for the greater good and all that. I mean, we hunt The greater already, good being so. a uh, mediocre, over-long horror film in this instance. Well, Aaron, that's, come that's on. Our, that's our greater good. And another yeah. part of that movie that was really like there was this awkward dancing that went on for way too long that it needed to do yeah and there's a dancing in this Wait, movie what I don't remember the an- did I just block this entire movie out <laughs> when when they're Jake when they're in the bar and like the twelve year old girl oh yeah that is like, a bit weird uh, she's not it, twelve it like, she's like twenty three but yeah <laughs> I know what you're saying she's yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. It is. This movie is like weird, but never in like the way it should be, and that could make it great. So that's how I feel about this movie. Uh, so yeah, Cure for Wellness. Uh, see it if you want. It's like two hours and thirty minutes. I'll, I'll probably still see it, but yeah, the length really yeah deters me. <laughs> uh, Aaron, it's time, isn't it? It is time. Take it away, Aaron. Uh. So uh, now we're going to talk about the breakout hit 
of the year. Sure. Bye-bye, man. David still has to see this. We should have watched it when you were here. It would have been great. Can you rent it? Yeah, you can rent it. You can it, rent it, yeah, but it's still like six bucks to rent, which... Really? It's like I, four. I, I, yeah. What? It's like four. Where are you oh, renting movies from? Any rental place. Uh, okay. Most movies are six bucks in HD. I'm not going to go for that SD nonsense, no, you know? No, 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 no. 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 I'm not no, suggesting no. that. Can't. No. I, I'd have to defend you. I mean, if you're the type of person who rents an <laughs> SD, you're, no, you cut you out of my life. <laughs> wow, okay. Uh, so, bye-bye, man, though. That, that's my list. People, people who oh, eat no. popcorn at the movie theater. <laughs> the list. Paramount executives uh... who canceled Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. People who rent an SD. That's my new list. Yeah. New list. Yeah, that's about right. Um, I can get behind most of that. Uh, not the popcorn, though, because I went, when we went to go see The Mummy, I really wanted popcorn, but I'm like, I know he'll kill me, and I don't need that in my life right now, so I would like <laughs> to be alive. Uh, <laughs> so bye-bye, man. But horrible. Absolutely horrible. Horrible. Gutter trash. I feel like come October, we will be talking about this, because by that time, we'll be uh, old enough that I think we can use it for bad movie of the week and no one will care. So I think, we I think we'll yeah. talk in length about this at a later point. I think but you're right. it's still bottom of my list. See, I can't believe this film got released. I, It's embarrassing. It's better. And I love it. It's better than Phoenix Forgotten because at least they get unintentional laughs. And I'm always going to put unintentional laughs above something that bored me to tears. Like that's, I feel like you're gonna see that in a list that recently came out. Uh, you can read it at our blogs on uh, uh, Jake underscore Lace, or no, it's just Jake Lace on Tumblr. Jake Lace on Tumblr, and this cover blog name's already taken on Tumblr, uh, where we ranked the Marvel movies. You can read our lists there, and uh, you know, Fantastic Four is better than Elektra because it's fun, funny. I mean, not fun. It's really not fun. Um, all right, well, anything else to say about the bye-bye, man? I uh, don't think it don't say it. Well, I mean, so, this is the thing. We've no, talked about this movie You, can't, so you can't say it. <laughs> okay, yep. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on from the bye-bye, man, and talk about XX. We basically just talked about XX last week. If you like uh, anthology horror films, this is one for you, I suppose. Uh Three very solid uh, short films, one that's a little lackluster, but um, still overall, I think it's a pretty pretty great package. I thought it was two that were lackluster and two that were fairly solid, but still. The the, the third segment, the don't follow one, oh, I thought like it's well like directed, lot, but like the story is so thin that you're just like Well yeah. Is that is that all you got? I didn't mind it though. I don't know. It's on Netflix. Check it out if you're curious it's about it. It's free on Netflix. All right, I have a film that <laughs> came out technically before it. XX. Oh, what? What? Well, go for it. I was uh, like, they just don't respond anymore. <laughs> it's like when I say it's free on Netflix. All right, cool. What, what, what was before XX? Uh, the Discovery. Oh, that's which right. It's also free on Netflix. All right, so this is, like, this is a film... I did not realize how much I didn't like this film until it came to like ranking more films in my like 2016, 2017 list. Yeah. And I was basically like, you know, I kept on moving more and more things ahead of it that I didn't think would 
be ahead of it, but every time I think about this film, I'm just like, you know, it just like it didn't uh, fulfill any of the potential that its premise had because this is the film about you know the afterlife is scientifically proven and the ramifications that has on society. It just didn't do anything interesting with the premise, right? So it's I don't know. It's, out of curiosity, maybe check it out. It's on Netflix. Free on but Netflix. It keeps on moving further and further down my list. Yeah. I don't know. When I get to that desperate point where I'm like, what's free for me right now? Okay. Discovery, fine. Let's go. Let's do it. Um, all right. Well, then, uh, guys, one we've all seen, Get Out. Get get out. Get get out of the call. Just get leave. out. Um, get out. Okay. Get. <laughs> oh. Out. Still in my top five get, for the get year. Out. Oh God. <laughs> um, still in my top five for the year. I think this is just one of the most all around. Every single element is so well made and solid uh, movies in a while, especially for it being somewhat low budget. And this movie uh, just. No complaints. I have one complaint, but everyone tells me that's a dumb complaint, so I'm like, maybe it's not anything wrong with the movie. It is a dumb so never complaint. Oh, <laughs> uh, whatever. And it works in the movie. I'll explain this to you. But yeah. Tell really me love this complaint. movie. We're, we can't get into that. No, we, we can't. It's, we it's too time. long. David, it's the same <laughs> yeah. thing I told uh, we talked it's about such when we a left nitpick. the theater. It is. It is. But, but it still bothers me every time. <laughs> but I really love this film. Still ranks really highly for me. Very original. Very creative just you know break that breakout director directorial debut dude i can't wait to see what he does next i'm so excited what if he just flops with his next three projects maybe comes the next m night Shyamalan. oh god that would make me so sad i don't know if i'd be able to take it i'd be like no i mean i mean that would kind of be funny but make me sad because that means that'd be three trashy movies i would have went to see so i don't want to do that David, how are you still feeling on Get Out? Um, I don't feel good about what happened in the movie, but I feel <laughs> well, no, good. But no, I, no. I saw the movie and I enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of good comedy in there too, which I wasn't really expecting. So yeah, man, that fr- yeah, like his friend is masterful so funny. control of tone. You yeah. know, just the horror comedy blend, phenomenal. <sighs> Jeffrey Dahmer, man. <laughs> <laughs> What? Um, what? Never. What? Mind. I was like, you guys remember that line, right? Yeah. Okay, I just want to make sure. Okay, John Wick Two. Uh, I've seen this one. Um, this is one that like it was so early in the year. I'm like, yeah, that was pretty solid. It's it's near the top, and now it's like number fifteen, um, because there's just so much above it. John Wick Two is not a bad movie. I'd say it's actually quite good. It's better than the... uh, It's pretty close to the first one in quality. Um, And it's a lot more fun. So I think if that's the kind of movie you're looking for, if you're looking for this really fun action film... Action-packed and over the top. Yeah, it's completely over the top. And uh, it works so well. And Keanu Reeves is... Oh, God, he's Keanu Reeves, and you love him every moment that he's in this movie. Uh, yeah, so if, if that's what you're looking for, John Wick 2, 
it's uh it's real good can't wait for john Wick. i like movie. yeah like oh he he's like oh i'm only gonna be in the matrix trilogy and he's like well i ran out of money now i have to be in this next trilogy and i wonder what the next trilogy is gonna be after keanu and i like, want another matrix trilogy you know, bring that back. Oh, my God. Oh God. That Are they going to reboot it? Are they going to reboot well, it? Stop yeah, it, Aaron. probably. No, no. <laughs> We're moving on. Aaron. Yes. It's rings, everybody. <laughs> uh, don't see rings. No. Never waste your time with the rings. Bad. The plane Horrible, even. Scene has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. No. Uh, a lot of those scenes it's in this movie have nothing to do with the movie. Yeah, it's th- it's like three or four different movies stitched together into yeah. you know an abomination. That but if no you one hate the Big watch. Bang Theory and you want to watch the guy from the Big Bang Theory die, this is your movie. Get that Bro. frustration out. Spoiler. Yeah, no one cares about rings. If you're upset about that, you're like, oh, I didn't know someone died in a horror movie. Come on. Guys, Lego Batman. Batman. You had too many. No, it's no, not enough. Honestly, I can go longer. You want me to go longer? Here we go. I don't. Still ranks really highly for me. Not as good as the original Lego movie, no, but not, still not really all around endless. hilarious. Great celebration of the character. Great animation. Great voice cast. Highly recommend. Still in my top ten. I love it. Um, I think it's uh, just a lot of fun. A lot of emotional moments that, again, I don't know how these Lego movies can take these. Just, it, like it's it's just a product placement for toys, and yet. It makes you feel stuff, man. <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, Lego Batman. Highly recommend, especially if you're a fan of DC Comics, because there's a lot in there for you. Um. Fist fight, everyone. I saw this movie. Still my lowest-ranking comedy. Huh? Still my lowest-ranking comedy for the year. I like Charlie Day. I like him, too. I do. I like Christina Hendricks. I like uh, I like Ice Cube even. I hate this movie. The cube of ice. Yeah, I, I love. Oh, dude, Ice Cubes, man. They go in your drink and they make your drink cold. It's my favorite kind. Oh, that's those. The, that's the Ice Cube in this movie. Yeah, it, it's really innovative because Charlie Day is acting against an Ice Cube the whole time, and he sells it, man. He really sells it. Um, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, there's a couple good gags, I guess, but, um, I guess still funny. Yeah, some di- are you saying that there's some diamonds in the rough? Well, no, I wouldn't say diamonds. I'd say, like, some coppers, maybe a bronze or something. Coppers? Not, not even a silver? Like, it's no, like, it's like even a penny, silver. but like a shiny penny, Yeah, like, 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 you could buy nothing with it. Not even, like, a good box office, uh, but, you know, you get a little something it's, for your it's, trouble. It's nice to look at, you know, you just yeah. kind of like... Well, is it, though? shiny. Eh, not oh. really. It's kind of... It's, eh. 
I didn't see this movie. Hey, David, what do you think about Fist Fight? I I wish it was better. Yeah, me too. Logan. Yo, Logan's dope. <laughs> um, my favorite superhero movie. See, it's ever. not even my highest right ranking now. superhero movie for the year. Um, but I love it. Um, I just don't think it's better than Guardians of the Galaxy 2. No, no l- mean, let me rephrase that's... that. I think it is better than Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I don't like it better than Guardians of the Galaxy 2. <laughs> Sorry, I need to make that distinction. Okay, that's that's more fair. Um, that's a better point. We did a whole episode on Logan. We, we don't need to dig into that one. Um, then after that... It was my number one film until just recently. So it's still my number two. We're getting there, Aaron. But... We're getting there. <laughs> Aaron, I think yours is coming in soon. When you watch this Which week. One? Uh, well, we have one right now, right? No. What, didn't you watch Power Rangers? I did, but mine lists uh, a different film is next. But I can talk about Power Rangers, because I did see Power Rangers this week. Power Rangers. <laughs> did you hate it? I, I, I actually did not hate it as much as I thought I would. Like, I was expecting, you know, you like, Transformers. Look, Jake, see, Jake opens, but... up, Jake opens up, oh, yeah, you hated it, right? Like... Trying to force you to hate a movie that you could have possibly <laughs> no, man. found enjoyment in. I'm just stating you, you gotta stay strong, David. You got you gotta hold your ground against Lacey's you against know, the serpent <laughs> tyranny. You got and I know Power Rangers sucks, so I'm just trying to reaffirm that in Aaron's mind because there is literally no way I could ever think this movie was good. You can try but, and spin like, your lies, Aaron, but they're not gonna work on it? me. Lacey did not see it, no. No. Can't. Just, no. But, like, the thing about this film is, I actually, I, I ended up, like, really liking the cast they had, and I really liked the, you know, like, the teenage drama, you know, like, the whole Breakfast Club-style teen-centric drama they were trying to go for. Mm-hmm. Like, that stuff all actually worked surprisingly well. But the thing is, then they awkwardly have to mix this with what people want out of a Power Rangers movie. Mm. So it's basically an hour and a half of character development and then 30 minutes at the end of Power Rangers action. Like, there's no Power Rangers for the first hour and a half of this film and then Power Rangers for the last 30 minutes. It's (laughs) so awkward. (laughs) But Good. good. That's that's the way to do the movie. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's so many points in it where you could just be like, well, you could have done that differently, you could have done that differently. But, I don't know, it has its charms. I didn't hate watching it. It was was fine. Guilty pleasure kind of thing. Yeah. Kong Skull Island. I've talked about it a lot already, kind of. Um, Decently fun. It's an okay movie. Um, I think if you you go in just knowing... This is the Monsters universe that we want. Yeah, this is actually the Monsters universe that we want. Like, they haven't made a bad movie yet. So, uh, and Kong Skull Island. No, well, and right. this is coming from from David, who doesn't really like the Godzilla movies at all. Like, thinks they're overhyped. But after seeing that mo- that Mummy... <laughs> yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's definitely better than Mummy. Uh, yeah, so Kong Skull Island. Know what you're going to get, and then you uh, might be kind of decently surprised. Uh, guys, ho-ho, the big one. 
probably my number one movie of the year at this point. Um, Baby Driver. Baby Driver. Should we just talk about Baby Driver? Baby Driver. <laughs> Should we just talk about it now so we don't have to talk oh, yeah, about yeah, it later? Yeah, we're talking about it now. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're just um, going to talk about it now. Baby Driver is dope as hell. Like, all of it is so much fun from the opening credit sequence to everything that follows. I was sold. I was in. My foot was tapping along to the music. I was smiling ear to ear. Every time something awesome would happen, I'd be like, oh, all right. <laughs> like, and I would be like, shut up, we're in the theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, my God, it's it so has good. A, It has some fatal, fatal flaws. Oh, yeah? I, I know you've told me about this, but I can't remember what it was now, and I think it might be spoiler-related. But I can't remember. It's not really. Baby cannot jump over a moving car. Like, <laughs> oh like yeah, it's, I don't. <laughs> That's what his fatal was. But like, like he, he's yeah, that movie sucks. <laughs> but like the entire movie was cool. Was, no, I like this movie. Internet. <laughs> I like this movie. Until he jumped over a car. That was a step too far. Yo, if LeBron can't do it. The whole thing is trash now. Hey, I, li- I literally turned. I was like, Kobe Bryant can barely do oh, that. And that's when he was like prepared for it. And like, just, just Yeah, but baby. he didn't have the power of music. That's true. That was the key. That's the- yeah, he did. The, the car was blaring Kobe's mixtape. Come on now. <laughs> Kobe has a mixtape? No. Kobe's mixtape. I'm sure it does. Okay. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. I, does anyone else want to say anything about this movie? I'm, I'm I mean, over the moon about it, honestly. I uh, posted my review on my blog that has my full thoughts on it. but It's a really great review. Highly, you should read it. <laughs> highly, highly recommend it. Loved it. Great film. Just a great like celebration of music and cinema just so masterfully crafted just such a joy to watch so Jamie innovative Fox is really good in it kevin spacey's really really enjoyable in this john movie. ham's great in it all, all the cast is great in yeah. this Slowly i James. can't think of one that was great. i thought when you guys described it i thought there was gonna be more driving in this movie i don't know if that's like a dumb assumption or not and no, there, I kind of there's still there a lot too. what i kind of assumed there would be too but I was like pleasantly surprised with what I found. I think maybe, I mean, it was. But there is there is a good amount of driving in this internet. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, it's but relatively mid budget, so there I don't there's think there's gonna be a lot more. But it's okay. Yeah. I don't know if they could have afforded any more car stuff, you know, as far as budget goes. But what we get, my God, this climax is so thrilling. Like, oh, everything about this movie is so good. Oh my God, I love it. Except the fatal flaw. Except the fatal flaw. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, definitely my number one. Uh, still got to think about where how Raw goes up against it, and I really won't know until near the end of the year as far as which one stuck with me more and, uh, you know, permeated that outer shell of mine more. Um, so we'll see. But as for right now, Baby Driver, definitely go see it. It beat Transformers this weekend, guys. It beat Transformers. Let's do this. It is my number one as well. And I'm so happy it did not, you know, fulfill my prediction. 
and, and bomb at the box office. <laughs> yeah, but too. it's actually doing well. I'm really excited. Uh, Fate of the Furious. Uh, well, that movie sucks now that we've seen Baby Driver. <laughs> like, the car driving in that is so quaint compared to what happens in Baby Driver. It's... I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like, in my review of Baby Driver, I specifically mentioned that, you know, the car action in this film is so much better than the car action we get in the Fast and Furious films. Mm-hmm. But I still love them. Oh yeah, I still no, me love too. Fate of the Furious. You, you don't it, love Fate of the Furious for all the car stuff. I mean, the ironic the appeal cameras. I wanted out of it. You know, the ridiculous stunts, the you know really campy action and characters, and mm-hmm. the rocks out there punching steel walls. Yeah, with cool his... rocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sandy Wexler, we've talked about in depth. Um, bad. So I can't believe I've seen that. Uh, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 2, we have a whole spoiler cast about. Uh, Phoenix Forgotten, I have a whole rant about. Um, I don't know what episode that is, but, oh my god. Uh, it's like one of the final ones of last season. It Comes at Night, we just recently talked about. Um, fun. Nah, not even fun. I keep saying fun for everything. No, it, it's anxiety-inducing. <laughs> it's an anxiety-inducing. Aaron, have you seen this yet? Or no? I have not, no. Um, oh, recommend um, Alien Covenant. Aaron and I have, you know, kind of been it's, disappointed by. Like it's it's fine as a film. It's yeah. a it's a decent horror film. It's a decent alien film. But I wanted more Prometheus, and so it I was disappointed. Yeah, I wanted less Prometheus. <laughs> uh, the Mummy. We just did a whole spoiler cast about Wonder Woman. We just did a oh, whole spoiler cast. So about. bad. Yeah. So, I mean, you can find those and listen uh, to our full thoughts. Uh, but Despicable Me Oh, I, I have everyone. one. I have one oh, before you, Wonder Woman, though. Go for uh, it. Pirates of the Caribbean 5, Dead Men Tell No oh, Tales. Oh, that's right. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> uh, definitely the worst in the franchise. Johnny Depp is awful in it. The villain's pretty awful. <laughs> Feels like no one really cared about it. <laughs> but at the same time, I still kind of liked it. Because it's, it's pirates. It's pirates. You know, as soon as that score comes in, I'm like, you got me. You know. Oh, dude, I'm totally going to be able to snag out on Netflix in a couple months. Higher or lower than The Discovery? Higher. Oh, my God, okay. <laughs> That's not high <laughs> praise for The Discovery. Um, <clears throat> so, Despicable Me 3, everyone. Oh, God. <laughs> this okay, movie so... is... Probably Illumination's second best movie. I'm not even kidding about that. But that's because everything else they've made is so subpar that it's like, well, this is at least... I got some, some laughs out of it. Um, okay, n- no, no, because it's uh, Despicable Me and then the Lorax. Oh my God. So, you know, can't, you can't forget about the Lorax. Okay, whatever. Man. And... Uh, <laughs> I think everyone forgot about the Lorax. Not as much as everyone's forgot about Hop, mind you. That wasn't an elimination, right? Oh, yeah, it is. What? Oh, yeah, it is. Look it up, man. You'll be surprised. <laughs> um, now, Despicable Me 3, I look the fool. All right? I'm just going to come right out and say it because... I was in here and talking about how the minions are all stupid, their, their movie sucks, and they're horrible and despicable me too. The minions 
actually made me laugh in this movie. And I hate myself you for jo- saying Are you that. joking? I hate myself for saying that. But in small doses, they feel like a Looney Tunes cartoon. And, like, that's all right with me. Like, there's one, like, kind of good gag when they're in jail and they're, like, snapping down the hallway. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's... He got me there. And then Are you joking? You, you've been talking trash. Oh, I hate the about minions. minions for I, like the past. I hate. The okay, minions. here's the you thing. Two, no, you two faced minions. Minions, <laughs> minions, minion memes Horrible. are like the bottom of the internet. That's what that is. What has ruined them? Minions. The minions are horrible because of the culture that surrounds them. I think that minions, in small doses, I can prescribe them for a small chuckle. At a time. There's also a weird Charlie Chaplin mod- or Modern Times reference in this movie that I'm like, does do even the parents get this? <laughs> like, like, okay, whatever. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's just as dumb as you'd expect. The long-lost brother plot is just... And any bit of conflict that happens in this movie is resolved within five minutes because this movie has, like, 27, like, subplots, and they each try to get them, like, through. It's like, bam. All right, so, she's, so little girl, she wants to go find Unicorn in the Forest. Okay, well, it seems like it's going to be kind of like a, a B plot for this movie. Nope, resolved within five minutes. Okay, whatever. Uh, girl takes a bite of cheese at this weird country thing. Oh no, now she's betrothed to be married. This is a weird, wacky subplot. Solved within five Wait, minutes. What? Yeah. <laughs> I no, I'm, I'm not. Even, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna ask any more yeah. questions about uh, <laughs> and, uh, about that. And uh, the acting in this movie is some of the worst I think I've ever heard in an animated movie. I think Steve... Even Steve Carell? Steve Carell just doesn't care anymore, man. He literally screams every single one of his lines. There's no, like, lower level to anything. It's always, Oh, my name's Gru! I have the minions! Now I'm going to do this thing! What are the girls? That is an awful group. And my, my twin brother's name is Drew. It doesn't make any sense that his name is Drew because my last name is Grew. So his name is Drew Grew. That doesn't make any sense. It's, it's like it's like Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. Yeah. It's 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 uh. So Lacey, here's my thoughts on Despicable Me Three. Yeah. I've not seen this film. Here's oh. my thoughts. Yeah. Seize the day. <laughs> and soon. <laughs> You will learn everything. <laughs> oh my god. That, watch that catch on. Spread, watch that become the, a real spread meme. Spread that around the web. Spread that yeah. around the web for me, people. Yeah, go, go, on, make go this on Twitter. Viral. Look at Aaron. Uh, Aaron made a minions meme. Spread it on your Facebook pages. No, don't tell anyone. Make sure it seems real. Like you really believe in this meme. And then we're going to spread the name reboot already underway all over the internet. Um, so... Uh, so as far as Despicable Me 3 goes, Gru's going to give it a two thumbs, one thumb down, one halfway. There are some good gags. <laughs> and 
hearing Trey Parker's voice come out of a child-friendly cartoon is really scary. You never know when he's going to break out into an F-bomb. But it's like it's a PG movie. There is no F-bombs. There you go. Now you don't need to see Despicable Me 3. I just did the whole movie right there for you. I was Grew, and I was possessed by the spirit of of Drew Grew. (laughs) uh, There you go. Oh, also Kristen Wiig, worst part of this movie. Uh, (laughs) So is that everything? Yeah. Guys, how do we feel about film so far this year? Uh, There's been a few winners. Uh, Baby Driver, Logan, Get Out, all masterpieces. Probably going to rank highly for me at the end of the year. Uh, Black Coat's Daughter and Lego Batman as well might rank highly. Not Mm -hmm. as confident in those, but... Um, Do we have... Aaron, do you have a top five that you want to share with the people, maybe? I mean, that pretty much was my top five. Oh, it go. goes Baby Driver, <laughs> Logan, Get Out, Black Coat's Got Another, Lego Batman. That's my top five. Um, I've got Baby Driver, number one, Raw, number two, Get Out, number three, Black Coat's Daughter, number four, Gardens of the Galaxy, volume two, number five, and uh, The Lure at a very close sixth. Could overtake fifth. I got to think on it more. Um, anything we're looking forward to still? Uh... I guess my most anticipated films coming out, Blade Runner 2049, The Shape of Water. I don't know what Ragnarok. Is. What is The Shape of Water? That's the new uh, Guillermo del Toro film. What? Yeah, it comes on like December. I think it's only a limited release in December. Might not hit wide till January of next year, but... But still counts. Still counts. <laughs> still counts. Um, things I'm looking forward to. I have personal shopper in my iTunes right now. Uh, so I'm going to be watching that soon. Uh, sort of excited for that one. I'm interested to see where that movie goes. Um, I have a list on uh, Twitter if you want to look at it. I, it's a pretty long list. I am hype for war. Oh, planet. my God. Yes, me too. Me too. Uh, we're going to be talking about that next I'm, week. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go to war. <laughs> I'm ready. All right. Um, a well, couple... have we got the president for you. Oh no! no. <laughs> and, um, other movies. Uh, two are well, we are unbiased with our political opinions. Well, I don't think that's true. We've never been. <laughs> this whole podcast has been Aaron and I being horrible. Um, Ingrid Goes West and The Little Hours are two Aubrey Plaza movies coming out this year. Which, uh, if anyone knows me, they know I uh, love a good Aubrey Plaza movie. So I'm excited for those. Uh, Happy Death Day. Aaron and I were you watch, we watched the trailer for that. I'm pretty excited for it actually it looks interesting and it has a pretty cool concept so i'm sort of interested i mean slasher film i'm in yeah uh let's see what else uh beguiled of course we've talked about atomic blonde i'm interested in um annabelle 2 maybe we'll see how that goes it's getting good reviews so far but who knows uh it of course i think that has one of the greatest trailers that i've ever seen so I know the movie might not live up to that, but that trailer hopefully, is fantastic. Hopefully I will be done with the book by you the time be. this movie comes out. I'm halfway you through. Be. <laughs> it's so long. Of course, we're looking also at Lego Ninjago movie, which uh, I don't think will be as good as Batman, but I, if it gives me a couple decent laughs, oh man, give it right to me. Uh, the Big Sick, uh, the new Judd Apatow produced movie, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, 
I think it's a true story, right? I'm yep. not 100%, but okay, cool. Um, Disaster Artist, a movie about how they made The Room, uh, starring James Franco and Seth Rogen. So, I'm in, uh, 100%. And, uh, yeah. Dunkirk, of course, too. But Oh, yeah, yeah, Dunkirk. Oh, God, I'm so excited. I guess I wasn't thinking of the ones that are coming out, like, yeah. really soon. I was thinking later in the end of the year about Dunkirk, Chris Nolan, I'm in. Well, join us at the end of the year, everybody, and we'll uh, talk about all the ones we've seen. Guys, until then, let's move on to the upcoming movies of the week. What's up, guys? Wait a minute. You guys aren't the real Avengers. I can tell Hulk gives it away. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a homecoming Spider-Man does. Does he swing from the trees? No, there's no Jacob could need his words because cities. he's been telling me how trash this movie's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna and... be trash. I think it'll be mediocre. Oh, don't even go, don't even go back. Mediocre. You're like, oh, it's gonna be so bad. We're re-releasing another Spider-Man. Blah blah blah. You've been like, this trailer looks so awful. It it, it does. The trailer is so bad. The thing is, Spider-Man is my favorite Marvel hero, and I'm like, listen, the man. Is Spider Man? He always figures out a the way man to is handle Spider-Man. himself. <laughs> You're right. But, but here's the thing, David. Lacey is just still so upset that the Amazing Spider-Man franchise crashed and burned horribly because it was awful and everyone hated it. Hey, and hey, he hey, just hey, hey. he hates that I was proven right. Hey. And so now he has to pretend that this new movie is going to hey. be awful. I. What have I ever said it's going to be awful? I said it doesn't look good. That doesn't mean it's going to be like a trash fire. <laughs> like, I just think it looks so unfocused. And that's my biggest fear with it. Now, first responses are great from this movie as far as critical or critics go. And, I mean... I don't know. I'll give this movie a fair shot. I just, I'm a little oh, concerned. Oh, will you? Because you, you don't give a, almost any of these movies a fair <laughs> shot. You always string them along. So um, I, I doubt that, but we'll see. I'm a little scared about the Iron Man stuff. I don't want it to take over this movie, and I'm a little afraid that it will. That's my main uh, concern at this moment. My main problem is that Sony released Sucks. horrible trailers that basically spoiled the entire movie. So I, I feel like I've yet. already seen I still have all seen. the Spider-Man action in this film. But I think that the Peter Parker material is like going to surprise us. Like I think that's going to be the highlight of this film. I so, so. Miles material. And he's not in this. Who? Miles Morales. Oh. Yeah, well, he's not. The other Spider- the Ultimate Spider-Man. No, yeah, I know who Miles Morales is, but I was like, is okay, he in yeah. this? And I'm like, did I miss something? No, no, he's going to okay. be in the animated film they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Sony's just going to run this franchise dry until they Spider-Man. go bankrupt. <laughs> Yo, can you milk the spider? Sony's going to find out. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anything else to say about Spider-Man? David, you got something? You excited? We going to go? Give me hype. I love Spider-Man. He's my favorite Marvel hero, so of course I'm going to go see this. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go see Tom Holland be the best Spider-Man. And I'm sure we'll have a spoiler cast for this in a few weeks. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, All the the biggins, as they say. And the mummy. And the mummy. (laughs) Yeah. The mummy is a big movie. Yeah, 
starting the monster. It's starting the monster universe. Okay, you're right. You're right. Sure, sure. It's ending the dark universe before it even began. Now, I just want to point out uh, something else. Kind of started a universe called Kong Skull Island, and no one went to go see that. (laughs) No one went to. That made over five hundred million dollars. No, I mean, I mean, no one, no one here except for me went to go see that, so we couldn't do a spoiler cast. Um, Yeah, a ghost story. Anyone? I mean, I don't know much about this film beyond the fact but that you have it a stars Casey story. Affleck in a sheet playing a ghost. Which is not the scariest and, he's been, am I right? <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. We're not getting into this again. Um, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> but, I don't know. Looks like it could be interesting. Yo, like, David. Unique enough. David. Yeah. You got any ghost stories? Only the Call of Duty ghost stories, bro. I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> Those are the ones that haunt you. Yeah. War is hell. Well, I mean, we've all never been to war, so... Uh, yeah, we haven't. But David does want to go to war. He just said him so in the War for the Planet. We're going to stop this bit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'll see it. Um... The fact that it's gotten pretty great critical uh, praise, I'm like, okay, I'll see it. Um, and even though he seems to be a really bad person, Casey Affleck is a great actor. So, yeah, <sighs> maybe I'll wait till it hits Amazon Prime, and I'll be like, well, didn't spend any money to see it. Alright, well, guys, let's move on to the What Have We Been Watching segment this week. Uh, Good Samaritan, I'm sorry I'm calling at such an hour, but I thought you might be worried. Worried? About the security. Most of my stuff we talked about in uh, the uh, main topic. But, David, what do you got for us? Um... I think I'll have, like, one other movie besides... Baby Driver. He's frozen. Is he frozen for you, Aaron? Um, Oh, no, he's back. And he's gone again. Aaron. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. What's up, buddy? Well, (laughs) the one movie that I saw this week was... Is he... Sisters. Oh, okay. With Tina Fey Tina and Amy Poehler. Yeah, how's that and, for you, yeah. bud? Uh, I I chuckled at like <laughs> three separate times Ooh, throughout this film. film. How long is this film? Eh, long enough. Long enough. Well, guess what? Guess what? They butt had joke. butt jokes. Butt like, jokes. They had this big on buck jokes and then they try to put all this character development in it. It's like, I don't want to see this. Doesn't the trophy go up the guy's butt in this movie? The what? There's like a trophy that goes up a guy's butt in this movie? It basically, it's not a trophy. Or it's, it's, a, a, it's a music box. A mu- it's a music box. That's what yeah. it is. That's where it is. I, I've seen so this spend like, spent like 20 minutes on that. A little oh, while. good, good. But like Tina Fey, it would be funny. 
all of Amy's parts weren't funny, but Tina Fey was kind of like, okay, you're Tina Fey, you wrote Mean Girls. You're awesome. So, like, two or three parts, I was like, Tina Fey, you're funny, and then I continued to eat my ribs. And that's about all. <laughs> but right. I'm happy I didn't see it in theaters. I want to see it again. I don't suggest it. Was that the one that opened against, like, Star Wars? Yes. Probably. Yes. And they were, like, you know, doing parodies of the Star Wars trailers and all that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I think that's all I saw this week. All right. All right. Well, uh, we already mentioned Baby Driver and Power Rangers that I saw. So, beyond that, got three things. Uh, first off, TV side, uh, finished season one of Fargo. Mm-hmm. And so now I've started season three. And I'm like four episodes in to season three now and you know i pretty much agree with what seems to be the general consensus in that season three is not as good as season one and two seasons one and two were but you know it's not like it's bad it's just not not as interesting as the other ones okay but you know there's still enough going there for it to uh keep me interested i mean you got mary elizabeth winstead and ian mcgregor ian mcgregor does plays twins so you got him doing dual roles. You got Mary Elizabeth Winstead. You got Carrie Coon. So you got like a great cast as always. And it and the, the guy, I don't know his name, but the guy who plays Ares in Wonder Woman, the guy oh, from uh, Harry Daniel Potter. Thulis? What? Daniel Thewlis. Yes, yeah. he's in it as well. So great cast. And that's enough to keep me watching. Plus, you know, I feel like there's going to be something big happening yeah. later in the season you know like i feel like this is going to be it might not be as good as the first two seasons but that's such a high standard that you know yeah. it doesn't bug me that much i'm still enjoying it i'm looking forward to maybe that, watching this one day who knows i mean you should i would what i would do for you like since you're watching through like all the coen brothers films is mm-hmm. i would like watch through those then check it out because do... like they they have like homages to uh, like more of the Coen Brothers filmography than just Fargo. Like they'll they do just like little nods to other films. So, are, are they involved in this show at all? Not beyond just like executive producer oh. kind of thing. Right. So, not really, but it is like a celebration of their filmography. So, that's awesome. Getting cool. Uh, then from the AFI Top 100 list, watched a film that I probably should have seen before now, but I never did, partially because it's very long, and that is Apocalypse Now. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, I saw this. I was like, what possessed him to watch this right now? I did not know it was on that list. Okay. It was Yes, it's on the AFI Top 100, and they finally put it back on Amazon Prime, so I was like, and I had like uh, three hours to kill, so I was like, well... Now's the time for this. There you go. Yeah. But it was very good. Like, uh, this film was just absolutely gorgeous. Like, some of the best cinematography of any film I've ever seen. Yeah. And that just, like, keeps you involved. Like, the entire two-and-a-half-hour runtime. It's, like, it's not boring because everything is just so beautiful to look at. Or, you know, horrifying because, you know, Vietnam. But Yeah, Vietnam. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Very bad. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Sad. So you got that. You got uh, 
you got great acting. You got Martin Sheen. You got Marlon Brando doing great performances. So a lot of thematic depth, you know, exploration of the horrors of war and you know what that does to a person and all that sort of stuff. So ended up placing really highly in my ranking of these films that's ongoing, my ranking of the AFI 100. Okay. It's a good film. I mean, that's not exactly a That's not hot a hot take, take. no. no. <laughs> uh, I've only ever seen, like, bits and pieces of this, just in, like, various classes I've taken. Like, oh, hey, look at how gorgeous this movie is. And, yeah, it is absolutely stunning how beautiful this movie is. So, And, like, a, in a way that you're like, oh, God, this is horrifying. So, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to watch it one day. I don't know when, yeah. but I'll get around to it. I'm sure it's excited to be watched. When? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Probably. And this, it's Francis Ford Coppola, right? Yep. Okay. I'm going through Sofia Coppola's movies. So should I go Sofia Coppola right to Francis Ford Coppola? <laughs> Keep it in the family? Be an, it, that's be a, yeah, it'd be an interesting way to do it. I think oh, we'll I mean, it's do the family. Reverse of then that, I'll just but... watch all of Nick Cage's movies, and then I'll watch, uh, you know... <laughs> Everyone, everyone, don't, even don't do that to yourself, Lacey. Yeah. Not, don't, 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 don't worry, I'm never watching Left Behind. I'm not that dumb. Um, anyway. All right, so finally, finally, one last thing I wanted to mention. Because I watched Lethal Weapon 2. So I'm, I'm working my way through wow. this franchise. Are you going to end up with the Lethal Weapon series? Is that the end goal? Yeah, like my, my brother six? has the... Has the four pack, you know, all four movies. On oh, he doesn't all. have five and six though. No, like the TV, the TV series. Well, I've seen five and six. No, no I'm not gonna watch the TV series. Six is the best one. <laughs> See, I like five better, honestly. No, honestly, of, yeah. of of the actual Lethal Weapon movies, I think, uh, I think the original is probably still my favorite, actually. But I mean, of the two I've seen, I would agree that the first one is definitely stronger. Because yeah. I, think, I think the second one, you know, it has, like, a interesting set of villains with the South African diplomats. You got some great action. Chemistry between the leads is there, as always. Oh, yeah. But I think it totally. just didn't have the same kind of impact. Because the first film does such a good job of developing these characters and building an arc for them. And, you know, watching their relationship grow is... You, you can't really recapture that magic. So. And now, and of course, Shane Black only did the first one, right? He, like, helped with the story for this one, I guess, but didn't okay, write the didn't screenplay, write, no. Yeah, I mean, Shane Black is just so good. <laughs> like, it's hard to follow up something like that, so, you know. Yeah. But now on to three at some point. Three is pretty good. But I like that three. was my week. All right. Um, other than... What I've already talked about. I watched one other one, continuing down the Coen Brothers filmography. Uh, one that was free on Netflix, as I like to say. I don't know why I did, like, three-pronged uh, quotation. Or, <laughs> you see the quote, quotes I'm making with my claw hands? Um, <clears throat> burn After Reading. <laughs> There's so much to love about this movie, and so much that just doesn't work very well. And I wish everything worked because anytime Brad Pitt is in this movie, this movie is so funny. It's so funny. It's so good. Uh, Francis McDormand's hilarious as well. 
Um, George Clooney is great. And I don't think I would have ever said this, but I don't like John Malkovich in this movie. Uh, like, he has a couple good scenes. Like, I think the scene between him and Brad Pitt in the car is really funny. Like, where he's like, mm-hmm. you and your Schwinn. He's like, <laughs> you think that's a Schwinn? <laughs> like, that's just a great throwaway line that Brad Pitt throws out. And again, that scene isn't great because of uh, John Malkovich. It's great because of Brad Pitt and his complete airhead character. Um, I'm talking about the security of you. <laughs> I'm not going to say the line completely. Um, but yeah, this it. I think it's decently enjoyable. But overall, it doesn't hit as high as Fargo and Big Lebowski and Hail Caesar and uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Like, those are just great comedy movies. And this one tries too hard to lean on comedy and I think falls flat because of it where the other ones fall back on uh you know Fargo has a a great murder mystery underneath uh Big Lebowski has this like kidnapping mystery Hail Caesar has a kidnapping I'm noticing a pattern in the Coen Brothers (laughs) filmography they all have to do with kidnappings um oh boy and uh exciting yeah I, I just think uh and the other thing that kind of ruined it a little bit is that I knew this movie's big moment before it happened. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, if I would have not known that, if that would have just happened in this movie, I would have lost it. And, like, it's still really great when it plays out knowing that it happens, but I don't know. I think the ending, the very ending, the J.K. Simmons bit, Really, I was just going to say, you haven't even mentioned J.K. Simmons, yeah. and he is definitely the best part of this movie. He is. Well, I like Brad Pitt a lot in this movie. He's so great. He plays against type so well in this movie. But J.K. Simmons is really great. And uh, that whole discussion at the end of the movie almost sells me on it more than the movie would have without that being at the end. So mm-hmm. I think this might be one that's worth a rewatch at some point. Because knowing what they're going for and then watching it again might mm-hmm. enhance... Scare the, you? It might scare me. No, uh, might enhance the experience, um, even though some of the Tilda Swinton stuff... And, oh, poor Tilda Swinton. She's just not very interesting in this movie at all. And, uh, I don't know. I, I think it's decently fun. It's. I think we kind of place high... High, like, quality marks on the Coen brothers. So when they make a movie that's not 10 out of 10, oh my god, it's so great. Like, if any other director, like if Mark, not Mark Wahlberg. If Michael, <laughs> if Michael Bay were to make this exact same movie, we'd be like, holy crap, Michael Bay. Like, you can make a good movie. And Coen brothers were like, oh, okay, this is all right. So, Fine. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely see what they were going for, but I agree that it's not... They don't pull it off quite as well as you would have hoped. Mm-hmm. But there is a great fun. homage to Fargo in it, though. And I love that part. Um, why is that? Why is that? Because Fargo is amazing. If you want to hear my extended thoughts on Fargo, you can listen to reboot Artie Underway's Gateway to Cinema. We did an episode all about Fargo, and it was last week, so you can find it there guys let's move on to the devil's advocate segment this week aaron 
Why don't you take it yes. away? All right, so this is a segment where we take a film that is generally considered good and make the case for why it is actually bad, or we take the, a film that is generally considered bad and make the case for why it is actually a good movie. And uh, this week, we got a relevant film to talk about because, you know, with a certain Spider-Man second reboot coming out, mm -hmm. I think it's time to go back and reevaluate the, the, what was the worst received of all the Spider-Man films. But you know what? It may actually be the best of them. Yeah. And that was Amazing Spider-Man 2. My wish for you is to become hope. People need that. And even if we fail, what better way is there to live? Now, this one, we're still going to be playing characters, but I feel like there are some things to say about this movie that are genuinely good. So, you know, take it as you will, I guess, internet. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, this is real me speaking right now. The Gwen Stacy, Peter Parker stuff in this movie, still genuinely great. Besides the stalking. Mm, Besides the stalking. <laughs> if you take out the stalking, it's great. If you take out this horrible thing that Peter Parker does in this movie, it's, it's great. But we're, we're talking about the great elements of this film. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, you want, one thing I like about this film is that, you know, I think too often we lose track of the fact that superhero movies are made for kids, mm -hmm. you know? And so what I like about this film is that it doesn't scare the kids with the violence. Yeah. Because it just makes everything look so fake <laughs> that even the kids are going to be like, you know, oh, obviously, it's, it's just like a cartoon, you know? Like, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah, uh, it definitely looks like a video game. So, you know, I just, I just appreciate them thinking about... The, the, the kids. They thought about the children. Think about the children. And so... <laughs> David, what do you like? What, what, why is The Amazing Spider-Man 2 so great? The fact that they bring in this brand new plot about Peter Parker's parents mm. being secret agents. Yeah. Fresh they... new ideas on the story. I like that they yeah. cut out the entire scene that explains it, too. You know, it's like, we don't want all of our answers right now. And, you know, that scene that they filmed that they, they need a third one. They need where a his, third uh, one. His dad shows up in the graveyard and talk, talks to Peter Parker. It's like a real scene they shot. His dad didn't die, I guess. I, I don't know. You, you know. you know what I like about, I, I like about the, this conspiracy theory subplot is that it also shows kids that not everyone can be special. Because, you know, these Sam Raimi yeah. films come out and you're just like, oh, look, this nerdy Peter Parker kid, he's just like me. Maybe one day I could be a cool superhero like that. And then this film comes out and it's like, no. No, see, the only way you get ahead in life is if your parents were already successful, you know? I mean, that's It's just teaching kids harsh, harsh but true mm. life lessons, mm. you know? They're just like, no. See, you, you kid, you, if you, 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 you know, poor kids, you... you you, you underprivileged okay? kids. Okay. You know, you're never going to amount to anything. You can't be Spider-Man. 
Spider-Man's no. only Spider-Man because his parents were, you know, high up government officials. Yeah. You know, so I, I like them, you know, embracing the harsh realities of life and, you know, showing kids that they're never going to be special. That's, that's what I like about this film. I like that this movie takes a page out of the Blade 2 handbook and doesn't start this movie with Spider-Man. Instead, it starts with uh, Peter Parker's parents and a whole plane action sequence that you're like, is Spider-Man here yet? Oh, yeah. When does, when does Spider-Man come? It, is this a Spider-Man movie? Oh, there he is. He's falling. He's plummeting to the earth. How did he get that high? No, it's, I don't know. Jump off a plane? I don't know. Is this supposed to be symbolism? I don't know. But it's good because, you know, you can't always get what you want. And that's another hard life lesson that this movie teaches to kids. That's like, that's like the, maybe that's the theme of this movie. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Electro's like, well, I want friends. And this movie's like, you can't have friends, Electro. No. Instead, you're going to die. Yeah. That's, you're going to die alone and hated by all of New York. That's, like, wow, I really love this girl, but I can't be with her. Well, just stalk her. That's another life lesson yeah, this yeah. movie teaches. And then, and then we, got, we got Harry Osborn here, and he's like, well, I really want this cure to my goblin disease. Mm-hmm. And the film is like, no, you don't get that. No. Surprise! You, you get to succumb to this disease and become a villain. Mm-hmm. Zone in prison. Yeah. See, that's, movies are great when they have like a central theme to revolve around. And I think the theme of this movie is that you don't get what you want out of life. Mm-hmm. You're just going to die alone with no friends in an eel and no tank. one loves you. <laughs> That's the message we're leaving kids with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Savage. Yeah. Um, I also love the, uh, you know, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't just be like, wow, man, that movie was great. I wonder what's coming next. Oh, no, it takes its time to tell you about the Sinister Six. And it might, some people might say it shoves it down your throat, but I think, no, no, no. I think it does a great job. Even the ending credits aren't about Spider-Man. They're about the Sinister Six. <laughs> like, what? All right. But no, that's good. That's good, though. We, we, get, we get like a tiny little tease of Mysterio. And Mysterio is like one of the best Spider-Man villains of all time. So, you yeah. know, you give me a little tease of that, like, I'm in. Mm-hmm, yeah. I don't know Mysterio. He, he's, he looks real dumb. He's though. the guy, he's, he's, yeah, he's no, the guy I know with who the mobile head. I just don't know anything about him. <laughs> no, he does not look dumb. And now Sony wants to do give him his own spinoff. No, Completely unconnected from the Spider-Man films. Not even making that up. Good. So, I, <laughs> no, good. I love it. I guess uh, that's our case for why Amazing Spider-Man Two is actually a great movie. I, it is not that's... afraid to teach kids about the harsh realities of life, and that's the superhero Indeed. film, not the one we deserved, but the one we need right now. Yeah. Plus, uh, real me again. Genuine emotional moment at the end. Man, that Gwen Stacy death. Man, I can't take it. It hurts me so much, and I'm not even kidding. Um, anyway, uh, guys, let's move on. Uh, sorry, it's uh, throwing me off. No, I'm good. Guys, let's move on to the bad movie segment this week. Oh, my God! 
I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hey, give me my ball. Carpet day! Huh? No! Aaron. Yes. What's the bad movie? Well, let's see. If you had been uh, spying on my letterbox this week, you might you might have been able to guess what I was planning for this segment. I mean, I have been spying, but like, <laughs> I don't know what we've been planning, honestly. Because uh, I watched a little film that... Uh, <gasps> no, changed, I do know. Changed my world. Is and this... that film okay. yeah. was The Fantastic Four. Not the 2005 film. Not the 2015 film. But the original, unreleased Fantastic Four movie. And what year was this, Aaron? 94, right? Was this? Nine, yeah, yeah, I was going to say it was like early 90s. But it looks like it was made in the 70s. Because <laughs> they had a... Bu- the thing is, they had a budget of one million dollars. Because, as the infamous story goes, uh, they were going to lose the rights to the Fantastic Four. So they're like, "Well, here, let's just throw something together in a few weeks, give it a million dollars, and then we're never actually going to release it. But no. making it is enough to keep the rights." Yeah. So they just kind of threw something together, and it is. Probably both the strangest and most entertaining Fantastic Four movie ever made. <laughs> wow, okay. Entertaining, but not for the right reasons, I'm assuming. I love both. So, like, here's the thing. Okay. We start... We start we, we start with... Uh, we're in college, and, you know, of Reed course. Richards, we Victor Von Doom, they're friends. Ben Grimm is also in this friend. They're trying to do, like, this experiment where they're harnessing the power of this planet. It's not really explained, but they're, 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 there's this planet. They're trying to harness the power. Machine goes wrong. Victor Von Doom is believed to be dead. Yeah, and, but he we, is. But the thing is, we have the scene. Okay, we have college-age Reed Richards mm-hmm. and Ben Grimm. Mm-hmm. Reed Richards goes to this place, this, like, the, the storm home for, like, orphan children. He goes into this house, and suddenly we're introduced to to Sue and Johnny. Okay? Okay. But here's the thing. They're not college-aged. In fact, they're about 12 years old. Oh. And we have this moment oh, no. where uh, Sue Storm oh. looks at Reed Richards oh, no. and says, isn't he dreamy? Oh, no. Isn't he dreamy? Oh, then we cut no. to, like, 10 years later. Oh, he, Reed Richards comes back to the house. Oh, no. Sue Storm comes out again. Now she, now she's like 20 years old. Oh, so, you no. know. And now they're, they're looking at each other. He's like, oh, yeah. You, fi- you finally come of age, Sue Storm. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. Oh, no. This isn't good. Okay. And so this is. So, uh, so what's happening now? is that uh, Reed is trying to build this rocket to go into space, study planet or whatever. And he gets this giant crystal thing or whatever. And Okay, crystal. But this crystal ends up being stolen by Mole Man, who's in this movie. 
but he's he's called the jeweler for some reason okay. because they I guess they needed a motivation for why he would want this giant crystal. Is yeah. he Tim Blake Nelson in this one? He's not Tim Blake Nelson. No. <laughs> uh, why not? Yeah, that's my so question. So he steals this crystal, and then so Reed and Ben go. They pick up Johnny and Sue because Ben's like. You know, you could have an experienced scientist on this space journey, but, you know, think about how much Sue and Sue and Johnny are going to want to go on this rocket ship. You know, like, think of how much they're going to hate you if you don't give them the opportunity to go on this space mission. And, you know, Reed's like, oh, yeah, that's that's a that's a brilliant suggestion. You know, let's, mm-hmm. let's take these inexperienced kids who I have apparently known since they were 12 years old, and now have a crush on one of them. Uh, and let's take them... Let's go to space. Really let's, bad let's touch. Go. Such a bad touch. <laughs> so then they all gather in the storm home. They're about to, you know, embark on their space journey. And then the, the like, owner of the home, the, I don't know if she's supposed to be, like, Mrs. Storm or something, because it's, it's the storm house, so right. I don't know. But... She, like, turns to them. She looks at the four of them, and she's like, look at you guys. The Fantastic Four. They haven't done anything yet. They don't have powers yet. Still better. Oh, this is just the, this is just the build-up. Than the 2015 one. How they Still explain the than, name. Than, than how they get the name in the 2015 one. Because it sounds like so something they... a mom would say, right? Like, oh, look at you fantastic kids. Four of you, fantastic four. Oh, I'm a mom. <laughs> I'm bad with my accents today. Anyway, um, okay. So they go to space. So yeah, they go into space. You know, it's the basic origin story. The, the crystal that... Because they, they wanted the crystal because the crystal was supposed to, like, deflect the radiation oh from the okay. planet or something. But Mole Man swaps out for a fake crystal, so uh, now they got uh, they got hit with all the radiation or something. Mm-hmm. All the radiation. All the radiation. So all they get back to Earth, and then they they're like, "Oh wow, how am I still alive?" Reed's like, "I must be in shock. I don't feel any pain." And then all of a sudden, Johnny sneezes, and then a bush nearby bursts into flames. Uh-oh. Like, Spontaneous there's, there's not like There's not like flames coming out of his, his nose or anything. No. It's just he sneezes and then the, the bush turns in flames. Because we don't have the budget for any of your like direct connection for these flames. No. 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 It's just going to be things. Speaking of things, then we get the thing. Oh, God. In his rubber costumed glory. Uh where they probably took, like, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle costume <laughs> from those first live-action movies. Yeah. Which were phenomenal. Kind of, like, kinda like took, a, like, a like a screwdriver to it, like, hit some holes into it, painted it orange. It's a thing. We're not releasing this movie. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then they're just, like, they're, they're looking around. They hear Sue's voice, and then all of a sudden... She's not there. They don't see her, and then she's there. Because she has invisibility powers or whatever. Right. Jump cuts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the power of jump cuts. So they're like they're picked up by the military, but exactly. the military is actually working for Doctor Doom. Oh. They go to this lab. They start experimenting with their powers, and then Reed Richards is like, "You know what? I think I discovered why we have all these powers. Because like 
I'm always stretching myself too thin, you know, like trying to do too much. And uh, Sue oh, no. is always shy. And so she's got invisibility powers. And Johnny's always a hothead. And, 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 and Ben always uses his might before his brain. So uh, what, what this planet did to us is it just took these, it took the worst aspects of us and turned them into our greatest strength. That's, that's what this cup did. It looked, that's it looked exactly inside of how us. they explain it in the 2005 it's, it's, it, one, it, it, too. It, <laughs> so, I mean. It, it, it just, it found something inside of them. It found the worst aspect of them. And it, it just turned them. It just amplified it. Turned them to greatest strength. <laughs> yeah. But, but as, as, you know, as is the typical storyline for the Fantastic Four, the thing is like, why can't I turn off my powers? And then. He leaves. He runs away. You are amazing. Why do you hate being a rock person? Why is this always the Fantastic Four story? I hate it so much. Be happy to have superpowers, you whiny little twerps. Like, you have superpowers. Do not complain about it. Like, I mean, like, the thing is, in the comics, they are usually, you know, embracing their powers. Like, oh, we can use these powers to go explore faraway dimensions and make new scientific advancements or whatever. But every single movie is like, no, we don't want fun. No, no. Fun sounds bad. Okay. So then uh, they all all escape the military compound or whatever. And then Mole Man kidnaps uh, Alicia, the thing's blind girlfriend. She's in this movie. He kidnaps her. Takes her underground. He's like, you were you were you were hated up above, in the above world because you were blind. Oh. But down here you will be loved. Oh. And then she's like, no. Bad touch. No, I I, I, I actually liked it up there. And Moment's like, no, no. No, you didn't. No, you you didn't. <laughs> you, no, you you're hated wrong. that. You're wrong. And then then he finds the thing and he's like, hey, you're hated up here too. Come come down and come down and live with me. Yo. No, I'm not gonna say that anyway. Um, all right, continue. So, so they go down. They uh, the the thing, and Alicia are with the mole man, and then the Fantastic Four are like, oh well, we should probably get them back. So they go. They uh, <laughs> okay. But Doctor Doom shows up in Mole Man's lair. Of course. And he's like, yeah. hey, I want that. I want that crystal back. As one. And then does. the thing, the thing shows up. He's like, you're not getting that crystal. And I'm going to rescue Alicia or whatever. And then Dr. Doom, you know, he captures Alicia. He's holding her hostage. And then the thing is like, well, it's clobbering time. But then Alicia's like, wait, Ben, I love you. And then the thing returns to human form. (laughs) So she just ruined his chances of actually winning the fight? Good. Yeah, because he, he, he's so confused about returning to human form that he runs out of the Mole Man cave, and then he just starts screaming in the street, and then he transforms into the thing again. That's, that's the only thing that this thing accomplished, is allowing the plot to have Alicia be kidnapped. That's, that's all we accomplished. This, this, this reverting back to human form plot point is never brought up again. Oh, good. But, uh... No, why now would we it got, be? Now we got someone kidnapped. 
so then Doctor Doom is like, "Hey, hey, Fantastic Four! Now that I have this crystal, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use it, and I'm going to destroy. I don't know. Let's say New York City. Like, there's no real thought in this plan. He's just kind of like, well, gotta, gotta destroy something. <laughs> New York City is pretty big. New York City. Yeah." Okay, so he's going to destroy New York City. So the Fantastic Four are like, well, we're the only ones that can stop him. So they, 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 they make costumes. Sue makes costumes oh. because, you know, it wouldn't be girl. a Fantastic Four movie without some uh, casual sexism thrown in there. So uh, they go to Doom's lair. They're all captured. They're put in these force field things. And Doom comes by. He's, like, taunting them. They learn he's Victor... He's alive still, whatever. Yeah. So they're trapped in these force fields. And what happens is Mr. Fantastic slips his leg out underneath the force field and stretches his leg out to hit a button to uh, turn them off. Um, <laughs> the force field does not go all the way down to the ground. He just slips his leg out. <laughs> uh, uh, um, okay. All right. No, I can buy that. I can buy that. All right. And then? Uh, then they're fighting Doom's henchmen. Uh, they're like, well, we got to stop this laser from destroying New York City. Uh-huh. So, so uh, Johnny Storm is like, well, it's time for me to shine. Because oh, what he's learned is if he says flame on, his body will be engulfed in flames. As, and if yeah. he says flame off, the, the flames will go away. Okay. Yeah. He, he actually has to say the words. Turn into the human torch. Isn't that like a normal because, thing? No, that's not a normal thing. Oh. Wait, really? So he turns into the human torch. I forget about these movies. But remember, this is, has a has a budget of a million dollars. So they basically rendered something in like a Nintendo sixty four engine, uh, and they're like, "Well, that's that's the human torch there in all his you know pixelated hexagonal glory. It's, it's something phenomenal." <laughs> So he goes, and he he stops this laser from destroying New York City by having it hit him instead. Oh. Because, you know, the the laser's going to destroy New York City, but he's fine. Wait, is he really? Because he's on fire? Uh, Sure. uh, And so then they stop (laughs) the laser. Reed goes to confront Doom. They They have this battle. Doom, like, falls off a ledge into a pit. And, you know, he's just, like... He goes out like well, face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, the day is saved. And then Reed goes back home to marry Sue. <sighs> the girl that has been in love with him since she was 12 and he was 20. A fun family flick. Bad. For bad all time. ages. Wow. <laughs> um, so this, this film... It has, like, four locations. It has just, like, the cheesiest costumes. Mm-hmm. I've mentioned the things in Lang. Dr. Doom's isn't any better. It's so bad. The special effects are, like, non-existent. Like, you can find <laughs> better ones on an average YouTube channel. <laughs> Good. But at the end of the day, it has its charms. Okay. It's probably the most comic book accurate 
version of the Fantastic well, Four that doesn't that make has any... ever been made. That so. doesn't convince me that the Fantastic Four are good characters, if this is the most accurate. Um, yeah, sidebar real quick. It always has bothered me in The Dark Knight that Two-Face <laughs> dies. It never looks like he falls that far. It's like, it looks like, whoa, it just kind of slips and like falls. It's like, oh, he's dead now. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, he barely fell. It's, it, well, his, his neck snapped or something yeah, okay, in the fall. Sure. Whatever. It's bad movies. No, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't be um, nitpicking The Dark Knight now. Too late. Okay? The, the Dark Knight is not on trial here. The, the, the Fantastic Four is on trial here. It's time to put something else on trial. Guys, trial. let's move on to the fault in your stars. Oh, okay. I don't even have time to tell you how wrong you are. Actually, it's going to bug me if I don't. That's fine. I get that. But you're wrong, and I hate you. This is, of course, the segment where we take a bad review for a good movie or a good review for a bad movie. Uh, we take out all the spoilery bits, anything that would have given it away as to what the movie is. And then one of us reads the review, and the other two try and guess what the review is for. Guys... I have the reviews this week. One star. This is just one of the crappiest movies I have ever seen. Probably the crappiest of them all. Whoever is rating this beyond one star is under the heavy influence of very illegal stuff. Do not waste your time with this artistic or creative or new age or whatever other term for cinematographic art you can find. <laughs> What? <laughs> he spelt it wrong, so it's cinematographic uh, art you can find. It is a total waste of your time. Any thoughts from that? Is that all we get? And, no, I got more. But I just wanted to know if you had any thoughts from there. Well, do you have more? Uh, I have more. Let's separate, see. or is there more to that? There's more separate. Give us another one. Okay. Half a star. This is the film equivalent of modern art. It's an absolute turd that every pretentious idiot ate up and pretended they loved, all because of the name of the director. It's the most cheesy, melodramatic crap I've ever seen. The acting is terrible, the plot didn't exist, and there was no sense to anything, yet more testament to the thermometer being complete beep. I'm just gonna go out on a limb and guess that it's baby driver just because we've been talking about it so much it's not, no. it's not baby driver i have more no. though i have no. like four so we can go uh this is a shorter one 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 star and one half a star first off not sure how this got such high ratings knew nothing of moving before watched at first it started kind of interesting wondering what's going to happen then all of a sudden was like on drugs not really understand what they were trying to get at Like you're on drugs. So what? It's a highly rated artistic movie that recently came out, maybe? I don't know. Baby Driver was my best guess. I, can't, I don't want you guys to see my face, so I don't want to give any hints. I have one more. Would you like the final one? Sure. All right. One of, or sorry, one star. One of the worst movies ever. This film is just more typical, incomprehensible crap from Blank. There seemed to be a purposeful absence of any plot. Blank hired some good actors and then intentionally asked them to give lousy performances. 
After I watched this movie, I went to the internet to try to make sense of this so-called mystery. And I found a consensus of pretentious film critics with their heads so far up their own asses that they all essentially said that you will enjoy blank more if you don't try and understand it. Not only do I hate this movie, I also hate all of the fake and vacuous people who say they love it. Mystery film. Um, I have no idea, dude. Really? Are we supposed to be able to get it? Yeah, I, feel I like feel there haven't like, been that many hints. Like Is it a rival? <laughs> oh, God, Aaron, I rival. thought you were going to get this one. Would you like a hint? A director sure. or an actor, perhaps? Give us a director. David Lynch. Oh, okay. So it's more... And Aaron's gone. <laughs> he disappeared. Right when he was going to give the answer, he uh, decided to be out. Um, and David, I think, is out too. His eyes are not moving. And he's not breathing. So I think he's dead. And I think Aaron's dead. Mulholland Drive. Hey, we're back. back. It's Mulholland Drive. <laughs> uh, yes, it is Mulholland Drive. Um, pretentious. And you only like it if you have your head too far up your own ass, Aaron. So... There you go. Yeah. Sounds about right. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to episode 59 of Reboot Already Underway. Guys, if you want to find us around the internet, you can find David at dbex2s15 on Twitter. You can find Aaron at uh, littleflamedude on Twitter. And uh, this clever blog name is already taken at tumblr.com. Aaron, do you want to pimp out uh, our uh, blog post? As I mentioned earlier, I posted my baby driver review so that's up but we also have or we have had i suppose at the point this podcast comes out yeah been running a series of posts a, a joint effort between Lacey and i where we took all the marvel films since blade yes and ranked them all 44 marvel films and we gave them a pretty definitive ranking Gave her a little bit of our thoughts on why each film falls where it does. Mm-hmm. And so we've uh, put those out. Parts four and parts two are on Lacey's blog. Parts three and part one are wait, no, wait, wait, on wait, my wait. blog. Right? Parts one yeah. and parts three. Because we're starting bottom to top. Oh, right, right, right. That's <laughs> so what, four, that's four what and, I meant, but I meant like four as in the bottom of the list. Right, right, right. So four so. and two are on mine, and three and one are on Aaron's. Yeah, so... Yeah. Uh, check that out, I suppose. If you are interested <laughs> no, in our thoughts check on it Marvel out. There's no suppose. On, <laughs> no. Uh, and my blog is Jake Lace. Um, both of those are on Tumblr. You can read them at any time and get hype for Spider-Man Homecoming, I guess. Uh, if you want to find me around the internet, you can find me at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter, Jake Lace on Tumblr, and of course, Jake Lace on Letterboxd if you want to stalk my movie viewing. Um, yeah. Guys, if you want to find us, the podcast on the internet, you can find us at Reboot Already On on Twitter, Reboot Already Underway on Facebook. Spread that minion meme like it's the play <coughs> and see what happens. Um, well, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um, guys, uh, also, uh, follow us on SoundCloud. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a like if you like what we're doing. Leave us a review if you like what we're doing. Uh, you know, you don't need to write anything, but if you do write something, write a review for the bye bye man and pretend just don't even mention our podcast just only read review for the bye bye man guys 
We'll join you next week when we talk about the bye bye man. The bye bye man, yeah. Uh, guys, I don't know. We'll see you all next week.